I told you loving yourself could change your life? It can, and I know from experience. I'm Lo, and this is the Love Yourself Inside Out podcast. Everyone is worthy of self-love and guilty of letting others develop narratives about you. It's time to shut that down and own your narrative. Let's cut out the negativity and let yourself shine. It's never too late to love yourself inside out. Hey everyone, it is Lo and this is the Love Yourself Inside Out podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is a very special episode. It is week 52, which means one year. And yes, I've technically been doing this longer than a year, but that is because I had to miss a couple episodes. You know, life gets in the way sometimes and that's perfectly okay, but this is the 52nd episode. I can't even believe it. I am so thankful if you've been tuning in since day one, since yesterday, like whenever you came across, like thank you for being with me on this journey and thank you so much for just supporting me as I've been going and listening to me talk. I hope last week you really enjoyed the first, you know, segment episode with um, Sue Jones Miranda. She is just amazing and human design is just so cool. But there are plenty of more guest speakers coming on to talk about their self-love point of views because self-love is for everyone and we all look at it differently. We all know about it differently. We all experience it differently and think of different things as self-love, which is so amazing. So I'm so glad that there are going to be some really strong, powerful women that are coming on to let you know how they feel. Self-love is for them. I mean, it's just such an amazing thing. But I am just, I don't know, I am so excited, like party going on that I hit week 52. When I started out with this, um, it was like, gosh, what time was the note in the morning? I think it was something like 2 a.m., but there was a note that I had in the morning. Um, I wrote it on my phone, and I woke up just thinking of podcast episode. Granted, I did not use them all because it was 2 a.m. thinking, but in my mind, in order to start a podcast, I wanted to be weekly. I wanted to be consistent. And so I had to just, I told myself if I could come up with 52 episodes, you know, then I could actually do it. You know, I wanted to make sure I had a long run of stuff And here we are at week 52. So from something that started as like a thought and just like an idea and then like, you know, the middle of the night craziness of just jotting it down. Like I said, I did not use all 52 ideas because some of them I was like, wow, I was clearly tired. (laughs) Um, But nonetheless, me going through that process of doing that made me realize like I can do this. I have a passion for it. And you know, my goal has always been the same with it. As long as I can help one person love themselves a little more than they did before and realize they are worthy of self-love exactly as they are today, like mission accomplished. And so thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I am so excited. I'm looking forward to the next, you know, 52 plus episodes. I'd love to hit, you know, a hundred, 200, 500,000, like who knows where this journey is going to take us. But I appreciate you being along for the ride. And I've always said this, but I truly mean it. If there's anything that you're like, I wish you would cover 
you know, X, Y, or Z, like please message me on Instagram. Once my website is up, gosh, I'm so excited. I have a little update on that. But once my website is really up, I do have a website up, but once the new website is up, like you could message, email me there, like so much more is coming in terms of just getting to know me better, interacting, seeing what's going on and how you can practice self-love better. Like there's going to be so many cool things coming. I can't even wait, but a quick little peek into this last week. Um, I met with Brooke again about the website and like the whole branding strategy and brand experience and like what is love for yourself inside out and oh my gosh I saw the new logo and the color palette and I'm not going to say what it is but it is amazing like next level amazing the energy behind it it's so me like I feel like she crawled into my head there was one thing in particular which I'm not going to it would give something away. So I can't like get into the details, but there's one detail of the logo. And I was like, how did she even know? Cause I never even talked to her about this. And she just, I don't know, picked up on it on me. It was craziness, but it is so, so good. So I cannot wait. Gosh, it's going to be a little bit before I share it though. So you have a few more months of waiting with me cause I'm waiting too, but so exciting. Like it was such a good thing. So my self-love win of the week is also having to do with the actual topic of this episode. And this episode, I want to say, might have some triggering things if you've ever, you know, had an eating disorder or if you've, um, I don't know, had interactions with pills, anything like that, like anything triggering in that way, just know I will be talking about some stuff from my past as well as a recent thing that just occurred in my life. Um, and so I'm going to get into some of that, but I just wanted to give fair warning. There's going to be talking of that kind of stuff. So if this is not for you, that's totally okay. I will let you know before I begin on it. So you can listen for like another minute or so. And then I will say like, okay, we're going to dig in now. But um, my little self-love win of the week was that I recognized um, the silver lining in the situation from this last week. And that I realized when I was being inauthentic to myself and I was able to pull myself back and then take a positive step into an authentic thing for me and something that makes me feel so empowered and so great. And if you were watching on my Instagram, you saw that I did go to a WW meeting again. Um, and I had taken quite a bit of a break from those, um, which I'll get into all of that in just a second. But the win is that I recognized a negative behavior for me. I stopped it. I told myself it was okay, moved it into a positive and did a positive action by going to the Weight Watchers meeting and getting myself back into the right headspace. Um, as I've told you before, WW for me is a positive headspace. It keeps me you know, going strong and empowered. And it is something I need. And when I stray away from it, it is because I am letting other negative influences in. And, you know, that is so easy for me to do. Um, I can take on somebody else's thing. So the win is that I took, flipped the negative into a positive 
and am on the right track. So that is my self-love win for the week. I hope you all were thinking of yours as well. And you have those because it is worth celebrating that and just appreciating, you know, what you're doing, the small moves, the big moves, whatever it is, like appreciate it because self-love is everything. And when you recognize that you're doing it, it's like so good because self-acknowledgement, self-embracement, self, you know, just giving yourself, you know, the positive accolades you deserve for what you're doing and how you're moving in this world is game changing. So, all right. If this is going to be triggering for you now is a great time to turn off the episode and don't forget to join us next Monday. Um, because it will be another fabulous episode, but this one does get a little, I would call dark, at least in my life, a little dark and that's, yep, we're going to get started. So shut it off now. If you're not, if you're not ready or don't want to, or just like, nope, I think you're not for me. Now's a great time. All right. So this past week I hit a bottom. I don't know that it was fully rock bottom. And I know that term for some people, it means different things, but it was just, there was a really bad day this week. Um, so I had been, like I said, I kind of left Weight Watchers months ago, like in the meeting room, I thought I started with that trainer. So there was that like, you know, and I just want to, I want to, before I get really into this, I want to explain that what I'm about to say is a per- totally personalized individual journey and how I interpret and see things as nothing to do. There was no judgment on anyone else. Um, if you were doing or taking weight loss things or you're, you know, I know Ozempics out there are like all these wavered wavingy or whatever they're called. All of them are out there. They're huge things right now. Um, which I will explain how that plays into all this, but I am not judging anyone who's doing that stuff that, you know, it is your journey. This, this episode is literally about my particular journey and my history and what fits for me. It does not necessarily fit for anyone else. The whole moral of the story is not you should take, you should not take, or you should do, you should not do. It is not that the moral of the story is that you need to listen to yourself and move in a way that feels authentic and right for you. Because when you don't, that is when things go amiss. And, you know, when you start going down like a negative spiral or you're hitting that rock bottom area, that's what can happen when you don't listen. So the moral of the story is listen to yourself, not place judgment on others for what they're doing. I'm not judging anyone. I'm not at all. Nothing. I'm not, trust me, I'm not judging anyone, you know, at all, like do what you need to do and embrace it and love it and like lean into whatever it is that you're choosing to do for yourself, as long as you feel great about it and it's the right thing for you. That's what this is all about. All right. So this past week I hit a rock bottom, a bottom, a negative spiral. It was like the culmination. So when I went to the WW meeting, I found out that the last time I had been to one in person was back in like the beginning of January. So that's obviously, you know, a good six months ago. Um, So a long time has passed. But in that time, um, 
you know, when I don't go to WW, like I do allow more negative influence, negative thoughts to creep into my mind. And what I mean by negative influence is, you know, I could be reading a magazine about somebody losing weight. I, in this case, a lot of reality TV consumption where they're all taking, as Andy Cohen termed it, Ozempi, you know, like the pet name where they're all taking this. And like, I'm seeing housewives, I'm seeing other people on TV just basically melt on the screen within, you know, whether it was from when they film their actual show to when they film the reunion or when they film like an interview on the side, just seeing these huge changes. And while yes, I'm strong and I love myself and all of that. And I've done a ton of work. I am human too, right? Things. And just like you, things will come in that will start to shake that, you know, what you've been building and it's going to happen. It's a journey. It's a lifelong journey. Nothing is like solid cement. So, you know, I had been watching all this, seeing all this, absorbing all this, like for months it's, you know, I've been reading about it. You know, I've even caught myself looking stuff up and then WW announced like they were going to, or they purchased sequence. Um, you can look online for all that detail, but you know, weight loss medication side of things. And in my mind, I'm like, okay, well that makes it okay. That makes it better. Like, and the reason why I just said that makes it okay is not because it's not okay to do that. And like, if you're doing it again, what I, for me, because if I even rewind further, so sorry if this is a little jumpy, but I'm trying to paint a picture that makes sense, um, outside of just my head, but way back in college, which if you've listened to some of the early episodes, you've heard this story before, but I got to a point where I was exercising an unsafe amount of hours each day. Um, I was taking all sorts of pills. I don't even know what, like I honestly, somebody was, um, like they were all things you could buy, you know, but they were like all those things that have not approved by FDA, like those type of things. Um, So they were all like at the grocery store or like at a, you know, GNC or something like that. But it was like some concoction mix of those that somebody I knew was doing. And so she was like, oh, here, yeah, I'll just, you know, I'll just buy them for you and we'll just do them that way. Like, so I was taking a ton of stuff and I got to a really, really unhealthy place where like, I was the thinnest I had ever been, but it wasn't a healthy thin. It was like I was doing so much destruction, so much mental destruction too, you know, working out crazy, taking pills, hardly eating, and then being praised for it. It was like nobody knew the full secret of what was going on, but yet I was, you know, getting accolades for it. And it really messed with my mind, like this period of my life really messed with my mind in that way because it told me everybody loves me when I'm skinnier. And yet I went about it the most unhealthy way possible. And so, which I have, you know, I have a pretty strong gut moral compass like thing in me. Like I'm pretty big into my intuition. It definitely guides me. Like it definitely gives me physical manifesting things <laughs> when I like go against it, like my stomach will get sick, like for real, it, like it's there. I can't ignore it even if I choose to. So this whole time during that period, I was doing something against the way I knew I should 
but I was so far in it and I felt like it was okay because somebody else was doing it and I was jumping on the bandwagon and, you know, I okayed it for myself. It's not anybody else's. I'm not saying it's anybody else's fault. I'm saying the way I justified it to myself was that somebody else is doing it so I can be okay with it too, you know? Just like saying, well, if they all like jumped off the bridge, would you too? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like one of those things. Like I allowed myself to fall into a justification and feeling like something was okay because I saw others doing it. Um, And so that was all my action. But I struggled for years worth of that. And at the minute I really stopped doing all that stuff and I moved away from an environment that was not necessarily encouraging it, but it had become my norm. I gained a ton of weight. And so I felt really bad. And I went to this other backward spiral. Then I found Weight Watchers, you know, a few years later and that I went on a healthy way to lose all this weight. And I got to a really good place again. But this time I had done it all healthily. I was working with a trainer. I was doing duathlon and triathlons. Like it was a whole different look, but still similar results. But I was stronger, I was stronger mentally. You know, and then life happens again and things change and we moved and it was like a whole new environment again. And then I went on the sub curve and I've been on the up curve for quite a while. And, you know, I, after sometimes I just, I just feel bad about myself. It just happens. You know, I think it's a natural thing. Um, even though I've built so much self-love and trust me, I'm in a much better place than I was. I still sometimes get stuck in this trap of like, I'm seeing things, you know, like I'm seeing society, I'm seeing things in magazines, I'm seeing things on TV. I'm just seeing people around me or and stuff. And it's like, you know, sometimes I just want to be the same as others. <laughs> Even though I love my uniqueness and individuality, it's like some days I'm like, gosh, I wish I had just like, you know, here I am, I'm, you know, representing a platform. I have this title, I have all these things. And sometimes I'm like, and you know, my Instagram, I follow a lot of pageant things and a majority is still, you know, very fit females, all of them very strong and all very qualified, but like very, you know, tiny packaged and it's because they're doing things to be that way like taking care of themselves they're working out like all that so there's nothing wrong but it's like I'm seeing that and I'm like okay and I keep telling myself you're not that (laughs) and so even though I am definitely comfortable and you know working on myself and just continuing to grow in self-love like sometimes it does it just gets me and you know, so I was talking about seeing all these pills and the changes and I'm like, gosh, you know, I have a long way to go on my journey to where my ultimate goals are. It's going to be a long road. It's going to be a tough road. It's going to be a rewarding road, but there are going to be ups and downs. And when I saw that WW had the sequence thing, I was like, okay, this gives me more permission to relook at taking something. Um, even though I had struggled with it so much before, and I kind of had made myself a promise after 
all of that that I went through, I would never take anything again. Like that was kind of like a line in the sand I drew. And it was like, I don't know, I fell subject to society and my thoughts and I just got to a place where, and then, you know, I know other people who are taking things and I'm like, gosh, now I have to keep up with them. Like they're doing it. So it must be okay. Like, I don't know. It just felt like this whole weight loss thing that was on TV and stuff. And yes, was seeping into my mind and into my thoughts because I was looking it up online. I was going down the rabbit holes, you know, what is this? How does it interact with things? Like, what does it do to you? What are long-term effects? You know, I was looking into all of that, which means I was already very interested, but it was like all of a sudden access became relatively simple. And, you know, like people in my circles, you know, not just on TV anymore are starting to do things. And I was like, wow, if it's okay for them, why isn't it okay for me? But it's like, I had made a deal with myself You know, I know that I misused stuff in the past and I know that it just, um, I don't know, like it didn't make me feel very good. Like having gone through two different weight loss journeys and now I guess being on my third, but having gone through two, the second one felt so much different to me because it was an empowered journey. The other one was not, I was not victim. I was just falling into everything around me and just being absorbed by it, but I wasn't in control of it. Whereas like the second one, I was making choices, healthy choices for myself. I was doing things that made me feel better all the time and get stronger during the process. So I, I have this viewpoint of seeing two very different journeys that happened and knowing what they felt like. And, you know, Sometimes taking things doesn't make you feel the greatest, all of that. And I remembered that from college too. I mean, there were days that I just didn't feel all that awesome because of everything I was doing. But the end result, you know, at the time was just so awesome for me that I kept doing it. But anyway, so like fast forward to today, I'm seeing all this stuff. It's like everybody's being asked, are you autosympic? Are you you doing this? Or, you know, it's like a common thing. It's like, in Instagram feeds, it's on TV talk shows, it's everywhere. It is like everywhere I am. (laughs) And maybe it's not like everywhere. But if you're not into like all the stuff I'm into, but like the people I'm watching and the things I'm reading and the stuff I ingest, it's everywhere. And then when it creeps into like my personal circles, or it's somewhere that I have access to all of a sudden, you know, I just was like, Maybe this is something just help me kickstart it. Cause I've been struggling. I've been struggling, you know, trying to track, stay on my eating plan. It's just, my mind wasn't there. And it's because I think I was just slipping farther and farther away. Like it had been six months of, you know, I went from doing the 75 hard challenge and really successful in that to like nothing. And I think when I switched to the nothing and I was then embarrassed to go back to WW cause I had been doing so well they were like, how's the 75 hard challenge going? And so every time I would go, I would be talking about it because people wanted to know. And then it was like, I wasn't doing it. So I felt like I was failing them. I was failing the group and I was embarrassed and I had gained a little bit of weight. And it like, I talked myself out of going 
to WWE because I felt like a failure in that. And it was like, ugh, you know, they weren't judging me. And they would have been like, we get it. If I had walked in there and just admitted, you know, hey, I've been off the plan for a few weeks, you know, I just, I couldn't do it. Life got in the way. They would have said, we get it, because that's the kind of support that comes out of those meetings. Nobody would have judged me because they all have been on their own journeys and they get, it's not always going to be a positive. You're not always going to be 100% on the plan you set out. Like, if anybody in the world would have understood what I was going through, it would have been them. But instead of going to the meeting, I like ran away. I got so embarrassed and I was like, I can't go back. I don't want them to see me like this. I was doing so well and now I'm not. And I like, gosh, I just leaned into this negative story I was telling myself about what it would have been like if I had walked myself back in there. And here we are six months later. And this last week, yes, I did end up going to the meeting that was on Saturday, but earlier in the week, or I should say two weeks ago, even I spoke to the sequence group about weight loss medication. They're like, yep, you're a perfect candidate. I got it sent to me. I decided to do a pill version versus the shot because I don't know. I just thought it would be easier. Something I could just take daily. It didn't, you know, the other ones are sometimes, some of them are weekly and stuff. And it just didn't seem as intrusive. I don't know. It just seemed like something I could do, right? Because I had done it before. So there was some comfort level in that. And the thing was, though, as I was going through these motions and having him ship them to me and doing all of this, I felt guilty. Like my gut was telling me this is wrong. Don't do it. Even though I was like, no, I'm going to do it. I need something because I can't do this myself. Like in my head, I had myself fully convinced that this was the only way that I could get back onto a right track and a positive track. Um, and I had fully yeah, convinced myself like, nope, this is what you have to do. It's the only way to success. You're never going to lose weight again if you don't do something like this. And that was where I made a huge mistake. I had told myself and wrote this narrative for myself that was against what I knew I wanted against the promise I had made to myself. It was against everything that I had told myself for me was right. And so I got the pills and I was like, oh, I'm going into the office. I'm not going to take him today. Like I had come up with an excuse because I was like so excited. Oh, they're coming, they're coming. And then they came and I was so excited. And I'm like, oh, look, I'll take him. And then it was like, when it came down to taking him on the first day, I was like, I can't do it. I can't take him today. Um, you know, what if I get sick at the office or what if I like came up with a million reasons why I shouldn't. And it, it was like, hello, <laughs> hello. The little red flag was going like, Hey, you don't really want to take these. Like you're, if you did and you were so excited, you would have just taken them. You wouldn't have cared, but something inside me made me stop for a day. And so the next day I did, I like, I had debated about it. I stared at him and I was like, nope, you're just going to take it. Like, just try. Well, I took them and 
couple hours later, I was in the most sick feeling pain I have felt probably, I don't know, almost ever. Like, it was, I tried to explain it to my husband later because the day of, I just couldn't. I, I was literally like laying in bed trying to answer emails, dying pretty much. Like, I had minimal movement. There was, it was so dark in the room. Like, sound was hurting. Everything was hurting. Um, but, I tried to explain it to my husband. It was like, you know, when you get sick or you have like a flu or something, you're, you kind of go into a haze of sorts or like your body kind of compensates for how bad you're feeling that you're kind of cloudy. So you don't really, I mean, you know, you feel bad, but you like don't kind of remember it all or it's not crisp and crystal clear. Well, this was like me being fully alert and feeling just so horrible. I have not felt that type of nausea before or that type of a headache like ever in my life. I mean, I can't recall a time that I have felt like I did. And I honestly was like, how long is this going to last? Like how? And the thing was the whole time I was so mad at myself because it was totally self-induced. Like it was something that did not need to happen. So I mean, I was laying in bed trying to like kind of answering emails, still working, but in between like bouts of thinking that like I might lose it all, like my, you know, I thought I was going to get sick multiple times and it was like, I was even trying to eat like a dry waffle and I probably only got through a third of it. Like I couldn't, I was trying to drink bubbly water because my head was hurting. And it was like, I was just sitting there so mad at the same time because I'm like, I did this. I'm not actually sick. Like I do not have a cold. I do not whatever right now. I took the pills and I knew I shouldn't. And it was like, I almost felt like this is what I deserve. Like I deserve to be that sick because I was ignoring every red flag that I had for myself. Every, every red flag I saw, I just was like, no, 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 it's okay. Everybody else is doing it. Like I went against every thing I had built, every grain of my being, every promise I made to myself. And I just dove all in, all in. And I, just got super sick. And in some ways, even though it was a very, very painful day and even into the next, I am so glad in some ways it happened that way because I like, I gave myself the kickstart I needed to realize, no, you are strong. You, you know, I'm not the safe space for myself right now. I need to get back to where I am because I bought into that there was a quick fix. I bought into that I wasn't strong enough to do it. I bought into there is no other way for me to get to a healthier spot or like my health goals, right? Um, 
I bought into all of this negative narrative. I bought into me telling myself I wasn't capable of doing it for myself. And you know what? That was all a lie. It was all a lie. It was me letting the negative self-talk take over. It was me letting, you know, all this negative narrative become my truth. And gosh, it was a lot of me telling myself I couldn't. And I hate to admit it because that is not who I am 99% of the time. But this is the struggle that, you know, I've been through before. Um, gosh. And something I have to share. I was keeping it secret. I even told my husband, I don't want anyone to know I'm doing this. And the fact that I was hiding it in that way, it was kind of like when I used to sneak eat. Like I didn't want anyone to know that I ate something negative because I thought they were going to judge me. Um, so I would hide, you know, something I was eating. It's that whole deceptive behavior where I was like deceiving myself in a way or like hiding it. The fact that I wanted to hide this meant that I wasn't proud of it. It meant that I wasn't okay with it. Gosh, it's like how many red flags that I see and we're like, I just waved at them as I, you know, went running by like, not a big deal. I've got this, you know, leading up to taking the pills. I had extreme anxiety or high anxiety. My mind was racing. I remember being super short on the phone with the clinician when I was talking to her. Like, I think because I knew I was doing something I didn't want to do, but I was doing it anyway. It was like one of those where I wasn't actually mad at her and she was just doing her job, but I was like mad at myself. So I was short, you know, like I was letting old stories in that I had told myself, nope, you've grown and learned from those. And I guess I've realized just how much of a slippery slope things can just be sometimes. And I am sharing this and like letting you into one of the, what I would consider one of the darkest days of my, you know, recent years. Um, because it was, it was a rock bottom for me, but the silver lining is all the work I have done, all of the self-love stuff. It helped because I really think my body like played into how sick I was feeling because I'm pretty like high pain tolerance and stuff that I just, I mean, this was next level. Um, but I, in a way I think it did because it was like, ha, huh, I am teaching you, you knew this, your gut told you and you still went for it. Like this is what you're getting <laughs> in some ways. Um, I am very thankful for that because I realized like there is no pill on this earth that is worth that unless I truly need it for a medical reason, you know, to like, yeah, there's nothing voluntary that I need to take that should do that to me is, you know, the lesson that was reinforced. But the other thing was in all of this, the self-love and the work I have done, instead of having me spiral more, or me telling myself, okay, you can get through this pain. It's only temporary. You know, tomorrow might be bad too, but you know, they say it will go away completely after a few days after your body adjusts. You know, I could have kept down that path and just not said a thing about it, just suffered in silence kind of, and then been, you know, maybe good to go. But 
the self-love in me, all this work, it actually catapulted me to like acknowledge what I had done, own up to it, take accountability for all of the negative spiral I've been kind of going on. And it's been a slow spiral. It's been over six months spiral, right? Like, so it's been a slow spiral. It's not like overnight or just one day, you know, no, this was like me slowly, like just meandering down this path of like, nope, I know what I need to be doing, but I'm kind of slipping a little bit. And that's where the journey part comes in. It's not always overnight. It's not something you just wake up and you're like, oh, I'm this way now. No, it, it slowly seeps in. But the thing that I'm so proud of is I acknowledged it. I'm owning it. I'm sharing it on this podcast, which in my past life, I would have not shared. This would have been, you know, a skeleton in the closet. So if you refer to that way or hear people, they have stuff in their closet, like this would have been in my closet. Um, but I am sharing my struggle and what I went through because it's real, um, it's honest, but it got me back into a WW meeting. It's like all of a sudden I was like, who cares if you weigh more than you did the last time you saw those people? Who cares? Sure, they might recognize you, they might remember you, but who cares? They're not judging you. You're judging you. It's okay not to be perfect. It's okay to know that you're on a journey and you're making a change. And like, gosh, walking into that room, seeing, you know, the leader again, or the, I think they're called guides now. I'm still, I still (laughs) say the old names, but walking in, seeing them, the familiar faces, I felt like I was home and gosh, I got so many good inspirational things out of that meeting yesterday. Like my mind is right again. All it took was one meeting for me to like flip the script and be like, you know what? It's okay if it takes time. This is my journey. I don't need to be a particular weight by anything. And my goal is really, yes, I would, I do want to lose weight, but it's more, I want to get stronger, healthier. I want to be able to do I don't know, amazing things for years to come. And in my journey for me, that means meeting these health goals. And um, part of my health goals is weight loss. For That's not for everyone and doesn't need to apply to anyone. But it's like, I'm sharing this story because we all have something inside of us that, you know, is there. Like the red flag that we ignore And whatever that is for you, whatever that journey is, like, I just want to remind you that it's okay if you fall because it's when you get back up and you make the positive change that it is so rewarding and you see exactly how strong you are and you see the self-love you've built and you see just how much you've grown and that you didn't continue to fall into whatever that red flag is for you. And just embrace that. Like, just be proud of yourself. You know, whenever you face that red flag and you listen to your gut and you move in alignment, like you are moving mountains and it's going to be absolutely different for every other person, whatever that is that you are facing. But like, hey, know that you have what you need in you. You're doing the work. You're building self-love. And if you need help, get it. Like, 
there is no shame. Like for me, sitting in the Weight Watchers meeting is my self-help. It is my group. It is what keeps me on the straight and narrow when it comes to negative self-talk and negative body image. And it is something I just told my husband, I'm like, you know what? I just need this forever. Like, I just need to continue going because when I try to do it at home, when I try to act like I don't need it, it's when I start going the other way and like, Hey, that's fine. If I am reliant on this meeting for the rest of my life, like, so be it. I am proud to do that. And you know, that's what I need. So like, I'm putting it out there, probably saying it, I need the meetings. (laughs) I love the meetings. Yeah, I just, I need them. So if you ever see me slipping away from them, like, hey, call me out on social. Be like, we haven't seen you say you're going to a meeting in a while or you haven't talked about it. Are you still going? <laughs> like, hold me accountable. Um, but yeah, when you face the red flags, it's hard. It's challenging. In my case, it was physically, it was so, gosh, it was painful. Just thinking about the amount of pain I was in that day. Wow. Like, ugh. I mean, it was horrible. Um, so just when you see a red flag and you face it, like you are making changes, you're moving mountains, you are embracing you, you are loving who you are and you're going to get it. You're going to, you know, you'll be moving on the right way because you acknowledged that something was off and it's okay that you went into it. This is a journey there is no such thing as perfection. And gosh, I hope the next time I fall, because I'm sure I will again, there will be another red flag that I give into. You know, I hope it is nothing like the one I just did, because that was not worth it. That was not worth it for me. Not at all. So remember, your journeys are all individual. You are the one who knows what's what for you and how to move and what's right and what's wrong. And so just believe in yourself and like, you know, when a red flag happens, just pick yourself up and keep moving because you are a strong individual. All right, everyone. Thank you for like listening to that and letting me just express it all because gosh, it was just a few days ago. Um, but yeah, Thank you for allowing me to be raw and real. And thank you for listening for one whole year, 52 weeks. Wow. Just continue to let yourself shine. That was your weekly dose of self-love with me, Lo. Want more? Tune in next week and connect with me on Instagram at Mrs. Lauren Elizabeth Jones. Send me a DM. Let me know what you want to hear, what you think, and we'll talk about it all. Join me on the next Love Yourself Inside Out podcast.